welcome to the sanctuary a safe space to speak from the heart i'm your host israel and my guest today is merit Birok. someone has made me understand or actually opened my eyes to a lot of things that has kind of been at the back of my mind but reading it almost every week it makes sense especially when you live in a place that's full of nature like this just trees outside but i get to live on this thing so thank you so much for coming to the sanctuary today and let's just get right into it all right Israel, thank you so much for having me i'm very excited to be here and talk a little bit about unplugging spending more time offline outside in nature or just even doing things in your house um, and away from what i call the digital noise because it can get very noisy online as mm. we all know it can it can um so list i i uh i subscribe to is a weird thing is a newsletter about newsletters and i think it's called a sample so it just sends you a couple of newsletters and you just read a bit of it and i think the one that i first got was demons hit fresh air the title was just like okay i need to read this and then you read it and then i just went down this rabbit hole and then I went to making your phone into a dumb phone. Uh, I was like, okay, I need to know more about this person. How did this whole unplugging journey start for you? It actually started back in 2011 when I, I was in high school, about to graduate. And I noticed, no, actually going into my 12th grade. And I noticed that I was just like addicted to Facebook. Like I would check my notifications and then I would log out because there's nothing or I have, you know, seen everything. And then I like my instinct is to go back on and I would be like, what's going on? Like, I just checked everything. I've seen the messages. Why does this need to just continuously like just the need to want to log in back onto this platform? So I was like, okay, this is not good. So I deleted Facebook back in 2011. But then I ended up getting like Instagram and then like Snapchat, Tumblr, Instagram. Um, I think I did say Instagram. But I was back on the, all these platforms because that was the thing to do. I was starting school in like a new city, meeting people, all that. But I just always kept that in mind that there was something very addictive about these platforms. And I did not like how I had no control over how addicted mm. I, I felt. Uh, so in 2013, I deleted everything except for Twitter. Twitter and I had a very long history of, I really liked that platform, especially before I think now it's a bit crazy, but Twitter was a lot of fun back in like 2015, maybe mm. even a bit earlier. Uh, mm. But in 2017, I was like, you know what? I just, I can't do this. Like it never got better. It actually got worse. Um, and then, <laughs> so I was just like, you know what? I'm done. So I deleted uh, Instagram, I mean, Twitter, sorry. And then I was off, um, sorry, social media for three years. And then I decided to come back on Instagram for the, the only reason being I wanted to kind of share the message of unplugging, spending time offline, but then I was right back to all the reasons why I left. <laughs> and then after a few months, I was like, you know what? No, 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 can't be here. It's not for me. So I left social media and I do a lot of other things to spend less time online and just connect with life like in my surroundings instead of just scrolling. Like mm. there's just something that's very like isolating or just not real about scrolling versus just being engaged in the real world so 
that's a long way of saying uh, how my journey started. No, no, that totally adds up. Because actually, let's talk about those three years. How was it? How was it three years where you're totally off social media? Amazing. I honestly like recommend it to everyone. You should see what it feels like for you. Like I know there's like that fear of missing out and then being away for so long and people forgetting about you. I get it, but I think it's a worthwhile um, payoff to find out your relationship with social media. But for me, it was amazing. So I would say the first thing I really noticed was how much the thought to share what I was doing was so prevalent. Because once the social media was removed, I'd be like, yeah, I'd be like, let me take a picture of this. And I'm like, why? Or like, I'd be like, let's say like make a plan with friends or whatever to go do something. And I'm thinking, okay, like, I'm going to dress up this way or like maybe I can take picture here maybe and then I'd be like wait a minute there's no and I'm like wow like that was just like such a natural thought process before because you have a space to share it Mm. so I would say that took like a year to go away it was crazy like I'd be listening to music and wanting to share like a lyrics that I really liked or like watching something and being like oh I want to share this and it just keeps coming back Uh, But then after a year, I think I was completely cleansed. Like that process was done. And I was just like, life became normal without social media. Mm. Like it was just normal. Like I just didn't have social media. Sometimes people do ask me and I'll be like, no, but I can give you my number. Um, But yeah, it was great. I loved it. What else? So yeah, like I, and then I just kind of like, unless people are telling me about themselves and their life, Mm. I didn't know. You're like, my world became smaller. Um, my opinions got smaller, <laughs> um, but it wasn't like I was super disconnected because I was still on the internet, just not on social media. Mm. So three years without social media was great. And that's why after coming back to Instagram, I went back because I knew that I enjoyed that way more than I enjoyed being on Instagram. And that's why I say, try it, see for yourself, mm. see if you like it or not. Because now when I'm like, off social media it's because i know from my experience that i do want to be off social media not because it's supposed to be good for me Mm. um yeah that's another thing i actually love about your newsletter and it's it's not saying do this it's saying this is what i do and it might work for you if you try just check it out and i love that you know i love that approach yeah. Better than saying, oh, I did this, it works, do it. Yeah. Versus, I did this, it might work for you, just give it a try. I really love that approach. Why do you take that Thank approach, you. though? I take that approach because, like, um, you know, there's just different contexts, different lifestyles, different everything, right? So there's no way one thing that works for me might work for you or for someone else. Like, for instance, like, I know some of my readers are students that's a completely different lifestyle than if you're Mm -hmm. you know living with someone like I started this journey before like when I was a student myself and I was single and now I'm married and like it's different because hey I can disconnect for three days families and friends can reach me through my husband like they they just need to text him I'm there when I was a student living alone I couldn't do that because how else are they going to get to me? So there are just so many approaches you can take. So if I was to tell you, you know what, I'm plugged for it. Like put your phone away for three days. Mm. Can you do that? Like, you know, there's just, just, again, different contexts. So mm. I really like, and I also like that approach when I was reading other people that are writing things to inspire me 
uh, whether it's like newsletter about creativity or even just unplugging. Like I liked when the approach was like, hey, look, this is what's working for me. And this is why me and I'm like, oh, I like that rather than being told, oh, 20 ways to unplug. And it's like, no, I don't want to do any of that because it doesn't fit my need. Um, so, yeah, like I really like the approach of like, this is what I'm doing. This is what has worked really well for me. And use that as an inspiration to unplug and try things, not do exactly what I'm doing. Mm. Um, and I think because of that, like my readers connect with me more. Mm -hmm. um i don't know maybe just like who likes being preached at right like <laughs> i don't know i don't yeah. so i think that approach if i don't like it i don't do it to other people you know yeah 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 <laughs> um one thing and you it, it's in one of the recent newsletters that was sent out was you're off netflix and all this and i'm like <gasps> <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh that's decision again <laughs> yeah so what's the reason i mean i've read the newsletter but talk a little bit more about it what's the reason behind that one and what changes have you noticed yes okay so i'm not again i'm not going to tell you to delete netflix to delete hulu whatever but mm. the decision behind that was that like i in general, I'm not a big fan of watching TV. Like, I don't have the attention span for it. It's not the most enjoyable thing for me. But my husband definitely enjoys watching stuff. And I just noticed that, like, it was just so easy to be like, you know what, let's watch one episode while we're having dinner. And then it turns to three episodes, three hours later. And I'm just like, wait, unplugging is not just about leaving social media. If I'm spending three hours watching a show, I'm not doing the things I can do offline, which was the whole goal for me. Like, mm -hmm. to me, it's not like, oh, I'm off social media. Who cares? It's more of like, because of that, I'm doing these other things. You know, I spend mm -hmm. more time reading. I spend more time going out for a walk or hiking or, you know, working out. Like, just doing things that I know are better on the phone with my family for, like, hours. You know, like, that's mm -hmm. what why I did, I did that. So it didn't make sense for us to be spending a lot of time watching TV. And the other reason, so it's like time to save time. The other reason was, and do other things. The other reason was that like, I have become kind of like, I don't like the subscription model. It's part of my digital wellness journey. I think there's just something not right to me about you get so many, like you get access to so many stuff, but it's, it's rented, it's own rent, you know? And I am thinking if I'm going to do that, there are other ways I can do that, which I use my library. So your public library, a lot of public libraries let you stream movies, shows, all that on Kenobi. So what that does for me, one, like I said, I'm not supporting the subscription streaming model that I don't agree with. Two, I get to support my public library, which I really believe in. We should all be supporting public libraries. They should not be closing down because people are not utilizing them. It's free resource. It's for the public. It's good. We need that space. And the other thing was also, um, I wrote about this, like, so Kenopi, like the streaming service my library gives me, I get only 10 movies a month. Guess what that means? I only get 10 movies a month. I like that. It limits my options. It makes me appreciate what I have. And that's it. On Netflix, anyone can relate to this. You've spent at least half an hour trying to choose. <laughs> and you can still watch. It's millions. Like, it's yeah 
and I don't like that either. And that's why I also gave up Spotify, Apple Music. I like limits. And I think it's good for us to have limits, with, especially with entertainment and the digital space. Mm. So there are a few things I'm saying here, but I like the limits. And then for my music, I use my public library. I borrow a few albums a month and I just listen to them. And then when they're done, guess what? I play them again. It's okay. I can listen to two albums a week. And that's all I listen to. That's fine. And I enjoy them. I love them. I discovered like certain songs I wasn't a big fan of before in the albums of an artist I love, or I discovered new music. Like, and that's also, I'm trying to keep that like in mind of like, when we consume art, just being like really into it, you know, not like start this movie 10 minutes later. But if you only have 10 movies, guess what? You're going to watch that movie because you're like, <laughs> I wasted one play. Like, I'm not just going to not watch it. And you might end up liking it at the end. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm just saying it. And But I'm not saying you should do it. I'm just saying that's why I do it. And if you're mm. inspired by it, maybe try it. And you mm. might like it too. <laughs> you know, you mentioned the subscription thing. And I like I, when you own a business... Mm-hmm. If you can get people to subscribe to anything, you're made. Because yes. you know, every month you get X dollar, like it's yes. recurring. <laughs> it's just like, you know, so if if you're just doing tiny maths, if Netflix has, say, 100 million people and all of them are paying 10 bucks, let's see. Yes. That's a billion every month just recurring. But that's not where it stops, right? Because, you know, before, if you had a TV, you had access to, like, all these different channels. But now you have to get Netflix and HBO Max and uh, Paramount Plus and Peacock. And each of those is it. And Disney Plus. And it's like, so now I'm paying, I don't know, 60 bucks, whatever, just to, nah, nah, nah. And you the the other thing about having multiple choices is you like you you freeze what am i gonna watch mm-hmm. you get there I, i'm like okay so this thing studies how i watch uh what shows i like and it suggests shows but the suggestions are just crap or whatever so yes. i'm gonna like scroll that's how i was doing this thing like what am i gonna watch now uh, there's yes. actually uh, i think a, a comic of someone trying to watch a show and every night they just fall asleep trying to find a show they want to watch. Oh my God, that's so true. <laughs> so, and he, yeah, let's talk about, yeah? I just wanted to add this thing. A comedian who talked about how when Friends, you know, the TV show, was first, like, on TV, it took people 10 years to watch it. It took me, like, six months to watch Friends. And I was like, it's just such a crazy time frame, and it just made me realize, like, wow, how nice it is to anticipate something once a week and maybe watch it with your family or friends instead of this, like, binge-watching 10 episodes a day. So, like, that, I was like, wow. Can you imagine taking you 10 years to watch a show? Mm. Who experiences that anymore? Like, it just feels more intimate. Like, there's something about dedicating that much of, like that experience being part of your life instead of like you watch it in three months and then it's like gone from memory mm, and you're mm. chasing more of that. <laughs> yeah, I don't know, yeah. but anyway, we can move on. <laughs> so, um, I'm, I mean, you mentioned some of the things you do when you are offline, mm-hmm. uh, like hiking, checking out nature, walking out, things like that. Um, 
But do you ever like miss it? Miss on going online? Uh, that is such a good question. I don't. I have never unplugged for a certain period of time or like watched things on my stuff and been like, I really wish I can be on Reddit right now. Like I've never felt that. Or even like, you know, like I always say, like if you're like thinking like, oh, I should go for a walk or I should go work out. Mm. Like 99.9% of the time, you're not going to regret. Like, why did I go on that walk? Why did I go work out? It's always when you don't do it and you're like, I could have just went like, you know, because you, you waste the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't miss it. I really don't. Mm. Um, I know what I am missing out on. Like, don't get me wrong. I know what I'm sacrificing by not being on social media. A lot of people throughout my life, especially because I was moving like for school, moving back and forth, like mm. moving to a whole different country. I know I missed out on a lot of connections I could have maintained on social media, mm. but I don't miss social media. I don't even miss not having that. I just know life would be different for me and I would have access to more people mm-hmm. if I was on those platforms. Mm-hmm. But it's just so worth it to me to just live. Like, I don't know how else to explain it. Mm-hmm. To just be in the moment, to just do things and not feel like I need to share it and get validation from like these groups of people that really like, don't really like it's like you know the whole thing like your real friends are like the friends would show up if you're at the hospital and like they would call you right like not the person who likes your photos and let me tell you when I got back on Instagram I followed a bunch of people from like high school and like a bunch of people were doing like the digital wellness thing and like you like and comment and you think you're so connected and you are in a way but when I left it just like dead like there was nothing like maybe one person i still talk to christina and that's because like we were texting back and forth even when we were on instagram anything that was maintained on instagram is gone Mm. which also kind of tells you like what if the internet went out tomorrow you know or instagram just i don't know like just decided you know we're shutting down Mm -hmm. those people will most likely be gone like so if you're not sustaining it elsewhere like it's just a very like one I don't even know what the word is. So I don't, I don't miss it. I really don't. Like, Mm. I don't miss, I don't miss it. I really don't. Like, I really wish I could. I'm trying to think what I miss. Like, I honestly, I'm just sad that I wasted a lot of my time when I was younger on those platforms. Mm. Like, I really wish I did more things. I really wish there was more things to do for me. And I really wish that. I spent less time online. Like that's all. I don't. I don't want to go back. I. I don't. I don't miss it. Mm. So another thing I love about your approach is um, where you also kind of give options. So like people like myself that I, I need my phone. Um, there was a, a one of your posts that talked about apps that you can use on your phone that actually reduces how you use your phone. Do you want to share a bit about that? Um, yes. So apps, so there are like, there's screen time or I don't know what it is on Androids that track how many, like how long you've spent on your phone or you mean like to block your stuff. Okay. Yeah. So I use iPhone so I can only speak confidently for iPhone users, but there's like identical system for Android users as well. So on iPhone, there's this thing called screen time. And it's basically Apple released it to allow parents to control what apps their kids go on, 
for how long. So you can set time on it. So it blocks you after like 8 p.m., you know, mm. like it blocks all apps or you can download apps. So if you're a parent and you don't want your kids downloading certain apps, you can use that. So how I use it is I get someone and I've gotten a lot of people like my dad, my husband, my mother-in-law to put in like uh, the screen time passwords. And then I block Safari. There's no Google, there's no browsing, there's no search on my phone. So this is the dumb smartphone you were mentioning in the beginning. Yeah. And then I can download apps. So it's, I'm never like, okay, I can't browse Reddit, but I can download the Reddit app and then be on Reddit. There's none of that. Mm. So, and then I have very few apps. Like I have my banking app, I have Uber, I have like stuff that you can't really waste time on. Like you just, it's a tool. Mm. And then I, I can call, I can text, I can FaceTime, I can, um, that's about it. I have my notes app. I love it. You know, I, I take notes. It has my grocery list. It has my to-do list. Mm. Uh, but there's nothing else. And that approach works really well. I don't know about the internet. I still haven't figured it out. But if it's there, I am there. Like, there is no, like, it's so weird to me. I can spend a whole week just doing things, like, and then Reddit is there or the internet. And then somehow I find myself, it's been two hours. What is it so addictive about these platforms? Like, it's, I know, like, I get part of it, like, it's like everybody's online. So, you know, you want to be there, you want to hear the what's happening. But I think it's more than that. And we do know, like, they make these platforms very addictive psychologically. Uh, a lot of methods that are used, like, you know, how notifications are red. Why? Because we pay attention to red. That's why stop, uh, traffic lights are red. Because guess what? When you need to stop, you want a color that really says stop. Mm -hmm. And then for notifications, they want a color that says, look at me, look at me, pay attention to me. Um, but I am losing my train of thought. Oh, yeah. So my, my iPhone is, I call it a dumb smartphone. It's still a smartphone. It still gets me. Let me tell you, I cannot, I need my map because I need to get around. I don't have sense. Of, <laughs> so I'm not giving up a smartphone. Like I have decided that. Like I'm not, like I really admire people who've gone back to like flip phones and if it works for your lifestyle again, right? Mm. Your lifestyle. That's why you can't tell people, oh, I switched to a flip phone and you should, like it's the best thing. It could be the best thing. But if it doesn't work, it doesn't work. Mm. So I found my way of like removing the stuff that really bugs me about my phone and then keeping it for what. It's still a smartphone. It's still great. Like I said, maps, my notes, I can call Uber. <laughs> I can check my, you know, money real quick by logging in, but I'm not browsing. Mm. I, I don't, nope, I don't need to download any apps. So, and that's something like you can, again, like I said, you can also just do like, maybe for, if you have your social media apps, you can just like make it block you off after a certain point, mm. right? Like after 8 p.m. And then you can ask someone to put the code. So you're not like, oh, well, like I can just get it for like an hour, right? So there's different way of doing it. I only share what works for me because of what I wanted my phone to do for me. Mm. And that is, I want to use it as a tool. Like I want to use my phone as a tool and a tool should not distract you. A tool should not be, it should only be used when it's needed. Oh, I need to make a call. Oh, I need to get somewhere. Yeah, um, it's funny you say make so, yeah. a call because I don't, I, I don't think people make <laughs> calls lately though. Like <laughs> people really don't make. Isn't calls. that so funny? <laughs> that was why the like phones like main use should be making calls. Nobody really yep. does, and 
And you mentioned that thing. I remember the documentary I watched. I can't remember the title now, but it was talking about social media and, you know, all these things they do. The social dilemma. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That's it. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and it was like, holy smokes. And the, the thing that really worked for me with that documentary is that it's people that actually build these things so they know what they are yeah. talking about. And it's like, oh, man, yeah. why do we do this? Oh, my God. And it's like they are try- They build this monster and they are trying to take it down. And this monster is massive. So, nah, yeah. Um, yeah. Let, I'll, I'll just kind of go back to what I started with. <clears throat> Demon's Head Fresher. That was the one that pulled me in. What was the idea behind that uh, blog post? So the idea behind that blog post is uh, creatively taken from Austin Cleon. He is uh, he writes newsletter on creativity. He has a few books. He's amazing. Like I love his stuff. I'm subscribed to his newsletter. I get a lot of inspiration from him. So he had a post titled Demons Hate Fresh Air. And it was just like, it just, like you said, you know, like, it's like, it spoke to me. And a lot of times we think we need to do things because they're supposed to be good for us, right? Like, oh, go for a walk. It's good for you to move, exercise, get fresh air. Cool. But like the whole idea of like demons, you know, like that, like, whether that's like your stress or your, you know, if you're are going through depression or like, you know, things are, those if we consider those to be our demons and then to like frame it as like they hate it if you go for a walk and you get that fresh air you can they're they're not going to be there with you because they hate that and it was just like oh my god that is so true and that really like changed my relationship with like going for a walk and i even like kind of like reframed it for myself as like hey i can take my demons for a walk with me on this and get fresh air. Let's get fresh air together. My anxieties, my fears, my worries, my loss, my pain, whatever it is, like, let's go. Let's, let's just get that fresh air. It will, it will feel a little bit better. Um, so, and that kind of goes back to like, I try not to be preachy. Like, I don't want to write about why walking is so good for you. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Oh, like, don't we all know that? Like, does, do we need one more person mm. on the internet to write about why walking is good for you? Yep, no, yep, we yep. don't. Amen. Okay. <laughs> so I like approaches that just kind of like take a concept and reframe it in a way that can really like connect with the person reading mm. it. So that connected with me. So I took it and tried to share it with my readers and like I said I only I only try to write about things that I find interesting or I find you like really just because I do believe you have to make people feel and that's the only way they're going to grasp something if they don't feel Mm. it doesn't matter like again everybody knows you should go for a walk there's no one in this world that's like no that's such a horrible idea and never like you know what I mean but doing it is hard and you can get over that hunch like that like that resistance Mm -hmm. by reframing it and really feeling what you're saying or what you're hearing like just like oh so yeah sometimes I don't want to go for a walk I don't want to put on my shoes I don't want to put on my jacket it's cold here I don't want to go outside it's windy but I just told myself I will feel better Mm. I'll take my demons for a walk and yeah sometimes like I'd be like putting on my shoes I'm like yep I know but we're gonna go for a walk I know you don't want to I want I know you want to stay in bed sad you know, 
no, let's go. Come on, let's go. Go with me. Like, and it works. I don't know. Um, so maybe that's like an addition to that idea. You know, like you can also just kind of like take them take with them along. You. Yeah, take <laughs> them along. Yes. Um. So I guess now, what are some you have your uh i guess restrictions in place you've made your phone a dumb phone another thing that also stood out for me was like this night routine you had or have uh do you want to share yeah. a bit about that okay so uh just honesty time like that's one place i really struggle with and that i'm not happy with like i do feel i'm online like very close to bedtime, right? Like, I really want to work on that. I did recently write about this idea of, like, I titled the Willpowers for mm. Losers because, like, every night I tell myself, you know what? Today I'll just go on my phone or, like, my laptop. Like, you know, I have, like, apps on my phone where I can read e-magazines. Listen, it doesn't matter. It's not social media. You should not be on your phone right before bed because the blue light ruins you know, your sleep. I'm not very like technical with the things I understand. And I try to make changes based on what I understand. Mm -hmm. Um, so, and I, every night I'm like, you know what, today I'll just tomorrow. I'll start tomorrow. I'll tomorrow. It's been years. That's the one thing I struggle with the mm. most. And each night I make myself like just force myself to read a book before I sleep. I start the next morning, I wake up and it's like, a refresh sleep like I don't know what it is like I wake up kind of like feeling good remembering how like I fell asleep reading and like how good that story I read was because I try to read things that I like I don't force myself to read things I don't like because life is short yeah. there's way too many books don't don't read books you hate like I don't care if it's on top 10 list for the last 50 like 1500 years I don't care like if I don't like it I don't mm. like it so Again, that whole idea of like, I'm, I, I try to be very compassionate with myself. So I'm trying to build a nighttime routine where um, in that post, this I shared this article where this girl created like a bed for her phone. So you, you like literally put your phone to bed. Now, I use my phone for my alarm. And I have tried other alarm clocks throughout the year <laughs> and I hate them. They don't work. You have, like you set them, and then you're like, no, next, you know, tomorrow I want to wake up ten minutes mm. early, and like setting them up, it's too much work. Like, so I need to figure it out. I know some people do. Um, they just use like a very old smartphone, and they use that just for alarm. Oh. And then you don't connect it to the Wi-Fi, right. nothing. So you don't have to mm. worry about that. So I'm thinking because that needs to be figured out. Maybe I can just ask my husband, like, can I use your phone for alarm again? I have that option. So I can say, oh, every night I put my phone to bed and never mention how I'm using my husband's phone for alarm and someone can't do that. This is what I mean. <laughs> like, you know, you just have to think about your life and your lifestyle and what's all the tools available for you. Um, so reading before bed is so good. So I am doing a little bit better. The past few weeks have been like, I would say a little bit better. And the other thing is also, if my phone is not with me, I go to bed. I read for like 10 minutes. I'm so tired. I fall mm. asleep. If I'm on like a laptop, whatever, sometimes my iPad and I have internet access, somehow I'm awake for like until 2 a.m. 
Where's the sleep? Where does the sleep go? That's always there when I'm reading a book. I just want to know. Can somebody tell yeah. me? Please? You know what I mean? <laughs> I'm like, are you for real? Like, we're just going to stay up all night? And it's because, like, like again, the blue light, the dopamine hit. Like, you know, just like one more. <laughs> you know, just, it's always one more. I don't know. So, well. You're laughing because you relate, right? Like, I, I feel, I always say, like, are we just all living the mm. same life in different bodies? Because, like, every time I talk about this, people are like, yes, me too. And I'm like, yeah, like, we're just all going through the same thing. So just my nighttime routine, I'm really working on that. Because a lot of things have improved so much over mm. the years. But I want to get that part right. Because, like, it's like how you end your day is really how you start mm. your day. And then how you start your day is how your day goes. So I've always found if I have a great night where like, you know, um, the other thing we're doing now with my husband is like, I work out, come home, eat, and then we try to go for a walk. Like, you know, if we don't have anything else, like, and, and then you come home and it's like 10 and then we're like, all right, let's go to sleep instead of like, oh, like it's 8.30, like you want to watch. And then that's also the other thing. Things just add up, like, because now we don't have Netflix, mm. all that, we're just like, it's 8.30, what are you going to do? I guess we'll go for a walk. <laughs> You know, like, it's a lifestyle hack, like, just making it work for you. Um, so, yeah, I'm trying to do more, like, go for a walk and then come home, read a bit, and then go mm. to sleep and just put my phone to bed, whether that's, like, like you can actually buy, there's, like, a phone bed you can buy for $75. Okay, don't do that. I'm sorry. No, no hate to the person, but why? Like, I don't know. Just put your phone away. Like, you know, I feel like we're put it on like a desk away from your bed i don't know just mm. i don't know but anyway so that's um that's where i'm let's at talk about your life. writing i mean i love it but i'm curious when it comes to writing all this post you write what's your process for writing mm -hmm. uh, my process for writing is one i do things like i like let's say like about Wednesday, Thursday, I start thinking like, okay, like, how am I trying to unplug this week? Am I doing anything? So uh, let me give you an example. Yesterday, I unplugged for 20, like the whole day, night, right? 24 hour unplugged. But before I did that Friday, I came home from work, and I was so exhausted. And I was like, I need something this weekend, like something just to unwind, pause. And I was like, oh, it's been a while since I just like put everything away. Because what's the number one stressful thing in our lives? today the emails the phone calls like you know just somebody always reaching for you or so I just think about that and then I was like oh that would be a great topic so I do it and then get some pictures and then start now I'm thinking like Friday Saturday today tomorrow you know like I'm writing it I'm drafting it so oh like that like the life you know you have to like do the lifestyle you can't just like I can't just do whatever and then like think I can have an idea mm. The other thing I do is, which I got from Austin Cleon, is that input equals output. So you have to consume things besides like the doing the act itself. Like I try to read things that inspire me, mm. right? Because quotes, for instance, I share a quote every week. That doesn't just happen, right? Like I'm, I'm reading a book and then I see it and I'm like, oh, I'm mm. going to share that. Right? So it's just like a process of like always consuming things that help me like inspire me for something to share and then doing things so I can like think about it and be like, this is how this works. This is how I failed. This is, you know, like I'm learning too. Like, that's what I say. Like I am not writing because I am here and I know everything and I'm trying to tell you I am writing because I'm trying to do something 
and the learning mm. from that. So I, I'm, I always try to do things and then input, like consume things that are inspiring. I actually, last week, uh, my newsletter was, what was it? Don't just do something, stand there. And it was a quote I saw that inspired that whole thing. So it's because I'm reading and finding things. And I was like, oh my God, that is so good. Like, because the actual quote is what? Don't just stand there, do something. But it just kind of like, re like, you know, don't just do something. Stand, like, pause. Like, we're always doing things. Like, stop. So, like, you see what I mean? Like, sometimes I find the quote and it becomes something. Sometimes I watch something that, so the input, the input becoming mm. output. And sometimes I do something like unplug for 24 hours and I'm going to write about that and then figure out things that mm. fit that. It, so it, it's a process, but it's a living testament to the process is that like what I'm trying to say is you, you have to experience it to mm. write about it. It doesn't just happen. I think we have this idea like creativity, art, just like it's in you and then just like, whoop. no, never. I have never sat down and had like, oh, well, I guess today's the day to write. <laughs> Let me never, ever. Yeah. If anybody does that, good for you. Like I am so mm. happy for you, but so anyway. Man. Merit is always awesome chatting with you. Uh, before I let you go, I'm going to ask you this question. Though. You've done this for years and years now. What are some things yep. you are looking at moving forward? How are you going to just put me <laughs> on the spot like that? Jeez, thank you. Um, okay, so small things fixing my nighttime routine, just personal things. I really want to get that in order. I want to um, have more things to do offline because I find sometimes I struggle still and just kind of like maybe like, you know, hiking, go travel and hike like beautiful places. Like Michigan is gorgeous and Toronto also has like a gorgeous area, but, you know, make it bigger, you know, like you go for a walk, but like, don't always walk around your neighborhood because that can get boring, etc. Mm -hmm. So that's personal. In terms of my creative process, writing, like, I, I legit like have this desire, I like to live a revolutionary, revolutionary life and start that like revolutionary movement. I'm not trying to get people to delete social media. I'm not trying to get people to, you know, switch to a flip phone, but I really want to start something where people just want to be offline. That's it. It's not even about quitting, deleting apps, none of that. There is the offline world that is so beautiful, that is so, just so much more fulfilling. And I want to start that like thing. And I think my newsletter does that. Like if somebody reads something like you and then just like, ooh, I love this, I'm going to mm. try it. That's it. But I want it to just kind of like, because there's a lot of like unplug, you know, delete social media conversation. No, I want us to focus on like be offline. So I really want to get that message out there, grow my readership, not because I want the subscribers, trust me, I don't. But because I believe in this message, I am so tired of like Silicon Valley and the digital platforms manipulating us, taking away our humanity for profit, like that doesn't come to my pocket like no you know what i mean because instagram is making billions of dollars facebook is making billions of dollars on our attention and i want people to kind of feel empowered and just say no like mm. fight against that um i also um 
like I do like freelance workshop with youth, like young people, because that's kind of like my background mm. professionally. So I want to like do more of those workshops and really empower mm. the young people, like the youth, like because they are the most impacted. Like they're not okay. Like they are not okay. Like you can't not spend like ten hours a day on your phone yeah. and be okay. Just physically, mentally, spiritually, like so. I'm really trying to like do more of that and get even if they like you know a 15 year old high school student like the first time he heard that concept was like on my workshop and it just gets that thinking going right like oh yeah I've never thought about how much this affects me yes you know what I mean and then maybe goes tell his friends you know what no I'm not gonna be online tonight I'm not gonna play video games I'm gonna go hang out with my aunt or my Mm. grandma whatever so like this kind of like doing that like work you know like I'm you know I I like I like community movements and you know that that thing getting people empowered and just let's fight like and it's simple we don't need anything just unplug just stop just you know like you don't need special skills you don't need to um what Mm -hmm. you don't need anything just just unplug just pause and then go find the people so and continue my writing I think my newsletter is like I just I love that I get to have that space so there are a lot of things in the works my personal writing the workshops so wow no i'm saying i i I like the plot the newsletter is just a wonderful foundation to build all these things you are doing and i'm always looking forward to the next one that comes into my email so merit first off thanks for opening my eyes you know it's like the reason why you get that reaction is because subconsciously we kind of feel that way and when someone shines the light at you it's like look at this thing and you're like holy sh- man yeah you know there's something here so that's what your newsletter does for me personally i i can't speak for myself so i'm sure it does for some of your other readers too uh now for that i just want to say thank you for sharing that and thank you for all the awesome things you do uh, with the workshops for the kids and also thanks for coming to the sanctuary today thank you so much for having me like i our conversations always are great and you ask so like thoughtful questions that things i didn't even think about so thank you so much for having me and i'm just very appreciative of the platform and i hope your listeners also get something out of this I will share it. So just whoever comes across this will get something out of it. Um, And again, thank you so much. This was very enjoyable. 